astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. This is one of my favorite topics, and we did these a lot when we were doing the Facebook Lives back in 2020, and we did a couple of these episodes in the beginning, but I think maybe... I don't know why. The astrology took over, which which is our dominant passion, but the feng shui is a very... You still offer on-site consults. I still do a few uh, at-distance consultations, personal ones, exactly, but... Feng Shui is still riveting to this day. I mean, uh, I see things happen around the house, and then I see what happens, and it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in a twilight zone sometimes. No, I agree, because Feng Shui gets that idea of, oh, I had my house Feng Shui'd one time, and then it's just done, Um, and if you... If you subscribe to feng shui that way, it would make sense why you're not a believer because you, oh. you can't just do it once and then expect the rest of your life to be fine. It's The house is constantly evolving with our life. So to your Boy, point... Repeat that. Yeah. Because the, that's the That is the thing. point. That's the point. The house is shifting. Yeah. Um, we, well, number one, we are shifting. We are evolving. Right. Right. And the house sometimes can get stuck. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. The way we used to be, what we used to like, what we used to honor, and now we don't. And sometimes, you know, I think you'll agree that to do a consultation with someone that's lived in their house for 10, 20 years, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, it's a field day yeah. of things to talk about. Correct. Because we know that person has evolved from how they decorated it 20 years ago. And I'm not talking about, oh, what kind of couch is it in style? Not. No, we're talking about much more subtle things, uh, you know, the type of things they might have on the wall, you know, just how they may have their furniture arranged. That's a possibility as well. Who's living in the home. Yeah. So, but even like what you said at the beginning about how feng shui is riveting where something will happen in your life and then you look at the home. So that could be a tree like seemed to die overnight in my yard. Yeah. Yes. And then it's like, okay, that happened in the relationship corner or that happened in the financial corner. What happened this week in that aspect of my life? Mm-hmm. So even stuff that's out of our control where you're not bringing in new furniture, right. you're not bringing in new artwork, no. but the, the home, there's still upsets in the home that are being then reflected in our life. Yeah. So yeah. with all that said, today we are playing the game, uh, what would you say if you saw and essentially, we are bouncing feng shui stories off of each other that we've seen or experienced in real life and asking the other person out of context, what right. would you say if where you would saw you this? Start? Where would you start? Sure. Right? Yep. Where, what, what, what comes to mind if you saw this? Yep. So today we're sp- going to specifically talk about things that we've seen in bedrooms of the home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it might shock you what, <laughs> you know, people might think, oh, you're in someone's bedroom. You might be seeing like sexual stuff or oh. things like that, right? 
this is I think will surprise you with what yeah, we've yeah, seen in it's, people's it's, bedrooms. Yes, this isn't racy. This is just yeah. this is everyday living stuff. Correct. You know, so let me start. So sure. okay, Kate, you're on the hot spot. Okay. What would you say? Yep. If you walked into a master bedroom that was just disheveled, might be the first word that might come to mind. Okay. Uh, like maybe a stack of unused electronics on the floor, okay. off in the corner, uh, a treadmill that the client did share with me that pretty much it was never used. I mean, it got set up with the best of intentions, but never used in the master bedroom. Okay. And then probably the coup d'etat here was the three samurai's swords oh. that were hung on the wall. And it was at the foot of the bed, so it wasn't over their head. But the point is, what would you say? Where would you start seeing oh that gosh. in a master bedroom? Okay. Wow. Well, first off, I've seen the samurai sword thing happen in a teenager's bedroom. Oh, and it okay. was over the head of the bed. Okay. And okay. so that was extremely concerning because right. of the placement of it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially mm-hmm. thinking of swords hanging above your bed, almost kind of cutting at that throat chakra. Yeah, the third chakra. Yeah. The speech, uh, the expressing, self-expression. So are you lying? Are you not saying something? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but because this is the main bedroom, I guess to not, me not knowing if she was in a relationship or not, right. I would think there's relationship issues. Very okay. bingo. But I bingo. Don't know there's relationship yeah. issues going on here. Is it a current relationship she, that she's in or is it that she is having trouble finding a relationship? But there'd right. be one extreme or the other. Yeah. Um, so a couple things that you said. One, we never want to ask a room mm-hmm. to do too much. Right. And it sounded like, you know, you've heard me say this before. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, the bedroom should be for sleep and for sex. And right. it sounds like she's trying to make it an office or a workout facility, right. a storage unit. Storage unit. There's lots of different things happening. So mm-hmm. um, I would just think relationships off the top of right. the head. And because of the swords... You can't discredit the severing issue of it. It's severing. So whether it's something needs to end, something is ending, um, yeah, probably some pain involved. It's good. I mean, that sums it up. This one, she was very candid. She said, you know, it was pending. A divorce was in the process. And it was, I think it was at the point where maybe he was still in the house, you know, just wasn't totally out yet. And so everything was just pointing to the idea that, you know, this marriage is in danger. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, can we talk just a second about that? Things that are stacked on the floor yeah. in the master bedroom. Now yeah. we could talk about anywhere in the house. True. I, it's a really old term. I don't know if you relate to it or not, gunny sacking. No. You don't, never heard, <laughs> no, never heard of it? Okay. I mean, I've heard of it. I never okay. know what they well, mean. Well, when I was in therapy okay. uh, way back when, you okay. know, briefly for a divorce, yeah. um, you know, the guy talked to me about gunny sacking, that what, you know, what are you been carrying? What are your issues that okay. you've been carrying that you have not spoken, have not told your partner, this is the problem, this is what you're doing that irritates me. Okay. And when people start stacking things on the floor in the master bedroom, yeah. it's like gunny sacking. Got it. Yeah, that's ammo. That's ammo being weight to be tapped into in some hot, heated argument or when you're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Start throwing it up, so to speak. All right. You're yeah. building their arsenal. Isn't that okay. funny? And it was electronics. So it had that, you know, metal look, you know, plastic it sure. was. But you know what I'm talking about. So it's kind of interesting to see that. Yeah, um, and not even to just 
actual ammo of like throwing it, not even no, having no, to throw it. No, I'm not it, talking but, about yeah. picking up and throwing it at yeah, the person. It's almost like a it's... boundary thing too, like creating these stacks around you of protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. And and also, obviously, this they, this wasn't usable. She actually quite said, wait, that should just be thrown out because we're not going to use that stuff anymore. So holding on to something that wasn't working, you know, we could speculate maybe the marriage hasn't worked for a long time. True. And then the treadmill. The treadmill. Unused treadmill. Especially because treadmill is about like moving forward, right? It is literally just moving. moving. True. Yeah. (laughs) And And it's not. Not even moving. So, you know, generally I don't recommend treadmills in master suites unless you've got a large, large suite where you have an alcove and you can put it in that area. But it's just not very... uh, No, I think they usually end up being like laundry hangers. Yeah, guilty. I've been (laughs) guilty of that along the way. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Um, I'll put you in the hot seat now. Mm -hmm. So I was in a home Mm -hmm. and... So this was interesting because you had been in this home oh. 15 or 17 years prior. <gasps> oh my gosh, I love be- these. Okay. To me being in the home. Okay. And he was very adamant about pointing out things that he put into place when you were in the home. Okay. That many years ago. And they were still Yeah, for in those place. of you who are maybe not know us well enough that yeah. I was doing feng shui consulting very strongly, late 90s, all of the 2000s, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, and then here comes Kate now. Yeah. And she's kind of the go-to feng shui consultant in this geographical area certainly so it makes sense that those same customers or clients may be coming back for a follow-up they contact me i refer them to kate at this point but some of them are they're looking for the feng shui lady so to speak and they come across too i love that i love that so he already had a fairly good handle on feng shui, mm-hmm. which right. is helpful. But at the same time, I'm think, I'm looking for the big stuff. Right. Right. And he's pointing out all these cures that you helped him with 17 years ago. Right. And which, to the point of how we started this, is it really that active 17 mm-hmm. years later? You can't yeah. just set something and leave it there for 17 years because your life has changed. So, okay, I'll digress on that. Well, that's, an, that's a whole topic. It's a whole itself. topic. Yeah. Yeah. So there was one thing downstairs that stood out that will be for another episode, but still haven't felt like I haven't gotten to like the big story in yeah. this house and, um, go upstairs and two of the bedrooms are closed oh. and he says, do you need to go in those bedrooms? And yeah. I'm thinking they're corners that are anchoring the house. Absolutely. Yeah, let's absolutely. go in there. There is. Yeah. You need to look at every part of the house. Yep. So I open the door and he says, this is my snake room. And the walls were lined with bins uh, for snakes, like the entire room. Like it, the uh, room was like really warm. It had the red lights yeah. and there were bins and bins of snakes. And then he opened the other one and that was the rat room, uh, which fed, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> which fed the you know snakes. What? As extreme that is, I don't remember that off the top of my head, but yeah. he didn't have them. Oh, 17 thank years goodness. ago. I'm, I'm sorry. Thinking, yeah. I know my memory's getting bad, but no, no, I think no. I'd remember that story. <laughs> no, that was not that was not oh. in place yet. This was something oh, that happened, I think, within the last few years or something. So, okay, what would you? <laughs> what would I say? Well, I'm telling you, I have I have a story. Okay. Where I was in a house and we were upstairs, and it would have been the helpful people gua. That's where this was too. That was this. Oh is, that's God. where it was. And the boy, he was a young teenager, maybe 12, 13, and he had a pet rat. Okay. Now, I know this is prejudiced. I apologize to all rat lovers out there, but right. I thought that was just 
oh, you can't have, and I turned to the mother, I said, oh, and the boy was not there, so it was easy yeah, to say this sure. stuff. I said, oh my God, you really can't have this rat in the house. This rat is associated with ratting somebody out, betrayal, all these words we use. 2020 was the year of the rat. We've yeah. talked about that extensively, yes, about ex- what that means, yes, the symbolism. Yes, exactly. And I just thought, you know, and all I said to the woman was, you know, I said, uh, uh, who, there's somebody in your life that you're looking at as a helpful person, because we're in helpful people, gua, mm-hmm. of the house, that's not. Right. They're not a helpful person. Yep. She was quite intrigued with it. Can mm-hmm. I tell you the punchline now? Sure. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm going to answer your question as well. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Actually, yours, yours is huge yet. But the yeah. punchline on mine it's was. It's probably the same punchline. I left, I left that house not knowing. I had just said, you know, I know this is going to be difficult, but I think you need to get your son to agree that it's time to get rid of the rat. Now, I don't even know how you'd get rid of a rat, actually. Um, but feed what, it to a snake. <laughs> feed it to a snake. Find, find this, this find guy's my, house. Find my client. And, <laughs> find yeah. my client. <laughs> Anyhow, but I knew it was a sensitive issue for a child and taking sure. away. I said, but I said, that's what I recommend, you know. And uh, she did it. I mean, I got to give this woman a lot of credit because I don't know how she handled that, but yeah. she's, you know, she handled it. She called me, I'm sorry, like two weeks later. Okay. And you know, when you get a call back from a client yep. about two weeks after, you're going to hear something. Oh, yeah. They're yep. going to the hear a story of something. And it turned out they had a business together, their husband and wife okay. had a business together. She found out the husband was having an affair with one of their workers okay. in the environment. Yep. And on top of that, he was spending money, of course, to have this affair. Mm-hmm. And she was had been traveling with him on these trips, oh unbeknownst. And okay. so all of a sudden, he had kind of buried those costs. Yep. So it had been costing her... Yeah. Which it always does. Always. If a partner's out having an affair, generally you always have the cost involved there. Anyhow, she called me to let me know that she was already talking to her lawyer going for a divorce. Okay. But it was the rat. So you're now talking about a house. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to up that level oh, yeah. of having one room, yeah. the predator, Correct. and the other room being the prey. Yeah. I mean, there's just all sorts of dark storylines that come to mind. Yeah. What, well, what, what, I think the pu- the punchline was very similar to yours that there there was an affair happening, oh. um, but I think there too there was an imbalance in the relationship about who was giving and who was receiving. Oh my God, that's very insightful. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm stunned. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm he's, thinking. And when we pointed it out, not we. Well, because I was asking questions and probing. You and your intuition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we. We. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and my intuition. Um, we put it together then on the spot at the house and he agreed, I will start getting rid of them. Yeah. And he, o- was, he was housing a predators. He was housing yep. predators. Correct. And catering to them. Yep. Yep. Exactly. T- dedicating a part of his life. And, and, and I say this because it's important for people listening that they took a part of his floor, how many square foot, a bedroom, so mm-hmm. we know at least, you know, it had to be a 10 by 10 for sure, if not larger. So he's taken 100 square feet of his house, dedicated to feeding a predator. Yeah, and a, a cute story that came from this. So the other one issue that I had seen downstairs mm-hmm. was in the same helpful people area. Oh, and so it as was some, above, so below yes. in feng shui. Yeah, and so it was something that we were able just to take off the wall 
Yeah. Because we weren't able to address the snake issue right there, of course. Oh, you just didn't open those cages, Kate, and let them out? (laughs) Just put them in my car. I'll I'll take them for you. I'll take Um, them to the dump. (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, We changed something downstairs in the helpful people area. And so when we were finishing up the consult, the doorbell rang, which was interesting because it was a late consult. So it was like 7 o'clock. kind of startled me. Yes. And someone just dropped by to bring cookies. It was like around the holidays. And I I had asked, like, is that normal? Yeah. And he says, no. He's like, that wasn't normal. And I thought, just immediately after taking, shifting some of that energy or even just acknowledging what was going on. And then within minutes, someone's showing up to the house to bring by goodies. Helpful people. Helpful people. Oh, my gosh. I love that. You know, that's just almost, I mean, I don't know. For me, it just seems, it's real. It's real. It's like the universe is listening at all times. It's watching you. It does make a difference. It does make a difference. What you have going on in your home environment and how you might be attracting helpful people or very unhelpful people. Yeah, and so I think maybe to that point, I think we've talked about this before, but obviously these stories can be entertaining. Oh, but they are entertaining when you're not there. Correct. When you're not in the moment and looking at the person and trying to assess what is going on here. You know it's not good. Right. They're trying to help them just nudge them, make them awake a little bit more aware of maybe what's going on around you. Like, do you think he knew at that moment? Do you think he knew that maybe his... Prior to me getting there? Or yeah, that he knew that maybe there was an affair going oh, yeah. on by no, his spouse yeah. or, or his girlfriend. He was, he was aware. So he but was But I don't aware. think he under he didn't understand why. Yeah, well, I get it. Because of this imbalance in the relationship. I've done everything. Mm-hmm. Why would this be the the outcome mm-hmm. of the relationship? Um, yeah. But I, where, I, where I was going to go is if you're listening to this and mm-hmm. you are housing a rat in your house. Yeah. Or if you're... Um, <laughs> yeah. Or if you have imagery mm-hmm. of a lot of predators, mm-hmm. you know, that, that is something to look at and take note as to what area it's sitting in your house and how are you fueling that, um, or how are you living out the symbology of that animal? Yeah, what is it that is attracted to you? Because I do believe, again, we're getting a, maybe a little off topic, mm-hmm. but sometimes I see a really sad picture you know, that is kind of depressive looking. And I go, gee, when did you buy that? Yep. You know, when did you get that? Or how did you get that? And I, it's just so predictable. They say, oh, yeah, my mother had just died. Oh, my, I got a divorce. Something tragic, sad has happened, a loss. They've taken a loss. And all of a sudden, you know, they're um, putting the lady in blue on the wall, you know, with her back to the picture and, mm-hmm. you know, curled over in that kind of semi-fetal position. I'm going like, Oh, yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Now, but you're not there anymore, are you? No. No, no I'm not past that. Okay, let's take that picture down. Yeah, because the energy will keep reliving out then on other It does. other ways. Yeah, it, it kind of it can so it can be very good for someone going through crises yeah. to be drawn. That's healthy. That's natural. It's kind of homeopathy, right? Yeah. I'm sad, so I really relate to a very moody, sad even landscape. I might like the barren tree. I might find a lot of hope in the barren tree picture. But once you get out of that state of mind, you've got to move gotta it on. on. Yep. Thank heaven for these, you know, goodwill and other places oh, where yeah. you can easily and quickly dispose of. of things. Yeah, or even just all the apps now to sell your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Okay. okay. Do you have one? Yes, I do. Okay. So this will let's get back here. We're still in the bedroom. Okay. okay. So what would you say? How would you, what would you say to someone if you walked into a master bedroom and it was perfect, mm. absolutely perfect. I mean, well-appointed, yeah. colors, nice, uh, you know, everything appearing to be, wow, I, I had this experience. I go into houses that are like this and it's, they're probably the hardest consults because for not the reason that you're thinking. Right. Yeah. Well, Go ahead, explain okay. that, because they are hard, because when you walk in, I always say this way, beauty seduces. Okay. You see a beautiful person, handsome guy, beautiful woman, whatever, and you go, oh my God, they're so fantastic. You know, you just think that. And so, you know, you have a tendency, not all of us at every time, but we have a tendency maybe to overlook a little problem. Oh, uh -huh. they, but they always show up late, or they always are asking me for a buck or two. You yeah. know, there's, we love them because their personality is so great, or their look, physical. So... Beauty seduces. That's the yeah. key thing. So when you walk into a really nice, well-designed home, let's say a professional has been there mm -hmm. and has done it, the initial reaction, and I, I try not to walk around in people's house with my mouth open, yeah. like, wow, <laughs> right. wow, right. look at that. Oh, my gosh. You know, no, you try to act, you know, you got that, keep that professional demeanor. Yeah. And so you just take it all in and not try to indicate how much you like something that they have or how much you don't like something. Sure. But... Uh, this was the case. So I don't know if you have any thoughts what you would say at that point. Yeah. Um, so I like the way that you put it, but because I always think of it as like the celebrity complex mm -hmm. where celebrities seem so perfect. Yes. And so you think nothing bad can happen to them. Right. And I, I don't know, understand the psychology of that, but that just, right, how mm -hmm. we think. And so when I go into these perfect homes, that's what I think. Oh, nothing is it possible that nothing's wrong? Because everything's yeah. in place. But they've but, called you. They've called yeah. you. They've set up an appointment. They're willing to pay a fee. You know, so on some level, you go, no, something must something's be going off. on. And that's where it's like there's an overcompensation of the perfect house mm -hmm. that, okay, but then getting them to admit it. Because where things are so obvious, like the rat thing, you can start describing oh. the symbolism behind it, and they're putting the story together. Yes. Whereas when everything's and perfect. I love that, what you just said. They're putting the story yep. together. You don't, we don't know the story. Yeah. They're all of a sudden, oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, yeah. So I, but it, well, the thing was I asked, okay. so I asked the client, has anything unusual happened in this room? Okay. Because it was so perfect. I had no, nothing to work of it. I was almost going to say, okay, great, fine. let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> but I thank God. I said, has anything happened in this room recently that would stand out? And she said, Absolutely. A scorpion oh. had stung her toe. She oh. was sitting on the, uh, the, uh, sub, uh, end st the stool, the bed okay. stool, so yep. to speak, at the bottom end of the bed, foot of the bed, and um, stung her. She was just floored. She was shocked. It was a new home. Okay. And now she was, she admitted that now she was paranoid. She actually was nervous and paranoid were the two words she used. Now we're standing in the in the bedroom. By area. the way, it was the relationship gua. Okay. So I had to make the bridge. Yeah. And I had to say, well, is that how you're feeling about your relationship right now? Yeah. You know, yeah. and again, I said yeah. it very just fishing. I was fishing clearly, yeah. but I said it very gently, just to make that leap. Mm -hmm. And she came 
shockingly, I didn't expect this. She yeah. said, oh, absolutely, that she's been, you know, very suspicious okay. because of some things that she had observed, conversations she had overheard, receipts, and she hired a PI. She admitted oh, that wow. she had hired a PI. PI had followed her husband mm -hmm. and came back with a report that, yes, okay. he was fraternizing. Wow. You know, uh, so, you know, on some level, it, I'll be honest, it made her a believer of feng shui. Right. Well, so many different things that you said there. So one, yes, when the houses are perfect. Yeah. I do go into those probing questions like, is everything in working order? Right. Has anything happened like you said? Because there's something that's being covered up. Yes. And so then it's just not as easy for us to see. And that's why then we have to get creative with the questions that we're asking. Yes. Um, but I do think going to since animals, actually, I thought bedrooms was the thing that was tying all this together. Yeah. That's <laughs> but true. The bedroom symbolism theme. of the scorpion, yeah. right? Ruled oh, by an animal. It is an animal theme. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. But if we think of like Scorpios from astrology mm -hmm. and we go into Pluto and the idea of the lifting up like a rock yeah. and seeing the underbelly and seeing the little creatures that are living there, seeing what we don't want to see, yes. the ugliness yes. of yes. the situation. And then that happening um, in the relationship corner, in the main bedroom, mm -hmm. which I always lay relationships over no matter where right. the, the, yes, that, absolutely. Really, that bed absolutely. is. Well, interesting. I want to add one more thing here. Yeah. She was not at that point saying she was getting a divorce. Okay. So that's a key. Yeah. Because we didn't have swords in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you want to expedite this process. <laughs> really, just bring the swords in and be done with it. No. But, but the, the <laughs> knife block next to the bed. No. Yeah. Well, so, you know, she was it just confirmed. Her worst fears were confirmed. Okay. And she obviously called me in. Because she wanted to change the chi of the home. Interesting. But this the scorpion, we know the, scorp the scorpion the, uh, that comes on the back side, yeah, right? the stingers at the end. The stingers at the end. Yeah. So, again, that's it gives an interesting story. Boy, some of our other ones have led to the obvious, okay, this relationship's over. That was yeah. one that she clearly was still... Because they just bought a new house together. Oh, yeah. Right. She, I could tell it's not an ideal time, you know, two months into a home to, oh, let's get a divorce. Right. But when we think of Pluto, the planet of like the before and after, the rebirth, you know, I mean, Pluto, there can be endings in that, but it could just be, okay, now I have the information and how right. am I going to move forward with it? That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So very interesting. So I, you know, every room is interesting. But, you know, the bedroom is kind of that inner sanctum. I don't know about you, but I always, that was always the last room that I entered into. Well, same, because you kind of have to build the trust, I feel like, until yes. you go into that room. Yes, exactly. Because I feel, yeah. it does feel personal. Even Very though people personal. are inviting me in, it still feels like, I don't like to hang out in that room and talk. Even right. if after I observe it, I usually step out and then talk about it. Because it feels like yeah. I'm on their, like turf yeah or no, something yeah it's, it's almost a power play yep you know stand in that room and then say this needs this I, I recommend this be done and that be done and this be done yeah so yeah that that was a, i can't say that i ever stepped out before i talked about it but i oftentimes know that i had a tendency to hang near and i didn't take as many steps if i was i would talk from like the doorway and then maybe if i needed to see something on the left hand side of the bed or the right hand side i might do a little 
couple of quick little steps just yep. to peek around and then come back. Oh, yeah, I do that too. I, you know, like the type tiptoe. Of thing. Yeah, tip, like <laughs> you're tiptoeing, yeah. but it's sacred ground. It is. You know, it's where people sleep, where they feel the most secure. I don't want them to go to bed that night thinking, oh my God, she that was in my bedroom. woman was in my bedroom talking right down. there, yeah. <laughs> suggesting something be moved or changed. So, anyhow, okay. it's very, uh, homes are riveting. They're just riveting. They're always fun to see. Yeah. Um, you know, how circumstances, and, and I've had very laughable search circumstances in my own home. Embarrassing, oh, yeah. I should say. Embarrassing. Sure. But thank goodness no one's there except us, yeah. you know, <laughs> to see. Yeah, absolutely. So um, hopefully you've got, you gained some insight. Maybe you've been able to use some of these stories and apply it to your own homes or your friends' homes. Maybe you're doing a little bit of, uh, you know, putting some stories together based on what you've seen. Um, yeah. We really enjoy doing these. So maybe we'll have to get another one on the books. Yeah. Because I know we have, yeah, still have more. lots of there's stories. more. Yeah. So thank you for tuning in and uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.